Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Happy, happy, happy Wednesday. And here I am giving you guys another wonderful, 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 wonderful The Arsenio Buck Show podcast. We're talking about some more Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and we're going to be talking about cash flow. So guys, what is cash flow? You know, I'm going to take a, a, what is it, a quote right out of his book. He said, wealth is a person's ability to survive so many number of days forward. Or if you stop working, how long could you survive? That reminds me of a quote that, um, what is it? Eric Thomas was actually speaking at this convention. And he said when his wife was diagnosed with MS, he had to make a decision. Every time she went to work, she came home, she was stressed. He was like, listen, this is why you developed MS to begin with. We're going to have to stop this. I don't want you to work anymore. She's like, okay, uh, can you take care of me? He's like, yeah, man, you know I got plenty of money. She's like, no, not for just this year. Can you take care of me for the next 30 years? Do you have enough money to do that? And he's like, oh, my God, well, well, how much money do I need? You see what I mean? Like, if you stop working today, how long could you survive? That should always give you a nice indication that, hey, you know what? Maybe the money and the assets and the things that I do not have right now or do have right now is not sustainable. I'm going to give you another example. My mother, and this is going to be probably in the next podcast too. My mom, at some given point within the last 10 years, I believe, she took out her 401k very, very early. It's because she desperately needed money to cover her expenses. And her liabilities, which her car ended up becoming a liability because, you know, there was just always something that was wrong with that Hyundai, right? Hyundai is how they say it in, if I'm not mistaken, is that is that a Japanese car? Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but Hyundai is what Americans say. So for you Americans out there, Hyundai, but it's actually Hyundai. So I, I don't know. I just pronounced everything correctly. My bad. But nonetheless, guys, it became a liability. She took out her 401k. So now, in four years' time, when she turns 65, does she have enough money to sustain her for the next 30 years? No. And I just wish, I have no regret, but it's just unbelievably frustrating knowing that my mom knows this, but she doesn't want to do anything about it. She doesn't want to listen to me. She's just going to keep working those $13, $14 hour job, the one that she's been doing the last 30, 30 years, hopping from job to you know place to place, always coming home and complaining about the bitch by the name of Marie, always doing this to her and that to her. And I'm like, why? She has thrown you under the bus so many... You guys understand what I'm saying. You're good. You already know where I'm going to go with this. So, excess cash flow. I'm going to take a quote out of this book again. Unlike net worth, the difference between your assets and liabilities, which is often filled with a person's expensive junk and opinions of what things are worth, this definition creates the possibility for developing a truly accurate measurement. So, although net worth often includes the non-cash producing assets, like stuff you bought that now sits in your garage, aka Ty Lopez, I'm kidding, wealth measures how much money your money is making, and therefore, your financial survivability. That's a hell of a word for you today. Financial survivability. That's a hell of a quote, goddammit. I'm going to have to make a quote out of that, and I'm going to have to post it on Instagram. Think about it. Stuff that you bought that's sitting in your garage. Not that garbage. But it measures how much money your money is making. 
Now, Robert Kiyosaki went on to say, and we're going to be talking about this again. I'm going to mention it again. He says, net worth, you can't fucking measure net worth. That's garbage. It's kind of like measuring the net worth of all those analysts on ESPN or over here, over there. No, 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 no. You can't measure net worth. And I'm going to be giving you guys some examples of why. But you can't measure assets. Net worth, we don't know what that is because the value of money always goes up and down. So here we are trying to check the net worth of this person and that person, and people are saying, oh, you know, uh, what's what's his name? Jay-Z is worth a billion dollars now. No, you cannot measure money because much money goes up and down. It's kind of funny, huh? See, this is why I love reading this book because I realize so many things that's just completely broken about America. And I'm hoping that I'm going to be putting the Instagram TV. You guys will probably hear a double podcast today. Because, oh my god, you're going to hear me go on this crazy rant, 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 rant about what an article on what just so, just so happened to pop up on CNN. But it's very funny because they targeted millennials in this specific one. And I'm just in shock. But let's, let's just stay on. Let, let's stay in point here. Let me give you guys an example. Let's say you have a cash flow from your asset column of 1000 a month, which is exceptionally good. And you have monthly expenses of 2000 What is your wealth? So let's go back to Buckminster Fuller's definition, okay? Using his definition, how many days forward can you survive assuming a 30-day month? If you have enough cash flow for half a month. So when you achieve 2000 a month cash flow from your assets, then you will be wealthy. Does that make sense? So I'm going to say that one more time. You have a cash flow in your asset column of 1000 but monthly expenses of 2000 What's your wealth? It's not good enough, right? So assuming a 30-day month, you have enough cash flow for just half that month. Why? Because 1000 half of 2000 is 1000 But if you achieve 30000 a month, a month cash flow, and you have monthly expenses of 2000 then you'll be wealthy. Why? Because your cash flow from your asset column can cover all your expenses. That is fucking brilliance. Let me give you an example. Let me break down my expenses. So biggest expense, obviously, my rent, $400 a month. A lot of you are like, oh, that's cheap. Actually, in Thailand, that's extremely expensive. Plus my two, uh, let's say about sixty to about sixty to about eighty dollars worth of power bill. Okay, phone bill is no more than thirty dollars. Shocking, I know. Internet twenty dollars. I pay that every now and again because I like to pay my myself first. You guys already know how that goes. And oh, the gym. The gym is another costly expense. Uh, and the gym is one hundred and thirty dollars a month. I know a lot of you out there in America are like holy shit, man. Gym memberships out there in America are twenty dollars, thirty dollars, forty dollars max. So for me to be paying a, a lump sum of 130 it, it, yeah, it just doesn't make much sense at all. And coming up, when the, at the end of my contract, that's going to be going up another, 50, uh, what is it, another $20. So I'm like, do I still want to do this? Am I still going to live here in Thailand? A lot of questions that need to be answered. But again, if I have assets, okay, this could be my online this could be the courses. This could be things that are coming in, in in a residual kind of way. I'm talking not working for money. I'm not talking about, oh, I got a student here. I got a student there. I have this. I have that. I'm talking assets. Will that be able to cover those monthly expenses? Because if it does, then I'm considered wealthy. Boom!
that's how you do it. Now, when you've achieved that, I'm going to go over this last little short, uh, this little snippet right here. Figure out first your expenses. Can you get assets to cover those expenses? When you do, you're considered wealthy. Then your next goal would be to have excess cash flow from your assets reinvested. So excess cash flow, if you're 2000 or if you're like me, um, if you're $700 worth of expenses, okay? Luckily, I have no liabilities um, because I don't pay a mortgage. I just pay rent. Um, I have no credit cards. I have no bank uh, student loans that I'm paying. Um, and obviously, I would not consider my gym membership uh, a liability. So again, if we look at those two things, I would say, okay, all right, so I got $700. Now, if I can make $700 worth of assets, okay, I'm talking about my courses, my royalties, all that good stuff, and cover my expenses, I'm considered wealthy. Then my next step would be to not only get $700 worth of assets, to go over that, and then so I could reinvest into the asset column. The more money that goes into my asset column, the more my asset column grows, the more my assets grow, the more my cash flow grows. And as long as I keep my expenses less than the cash flow from these assets, I can grow richer and more income from sources other than my physical labor, which I do on a routine basis, working for money. So as this reinvestment process, all this continues, I'm going to be well on my way to becoming rich. Just remember this simple observation to sum this particular podcast up. The rich buy assets, the poor buy expenses, the middle class buy liabilities they think are assets. And this is what I'm going to be talking about in the next podcast, which is going to be on Instagram TV first. So if you're following me on there, check that out. If not, you're going to be listening to the follow-up of this later on this evening. So with that being said, guys, happy, happy Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, man, I'm your crazy-ass host, Arsenio, over and out.